When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write this down. Write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. Hey, wow, we got two weeks left, gentlemen. And the write that down season here the 2023-24 write that down season there's a lot more drama on the purple daily edition in terms of how close all of us are mm-hmm. in the standings <laughs> but there was some interesting movement this week in the og edition of write okay. that down too okay judd's been holding on to a very large lead judd's like some of these timberwolves teams that have like a 16 point lead with 11 minutes to go 10 minutes to go we can it's just kind of we can just kind of shut her down, right? The game's over. We'll just put a bunch of non-shooters on the court and kick our feet up. Finchy. Fire Finchy. Judd's getting hacked on his... He's, like, trying to make his prediction. He's just getting hacked, but no call. You know, like, and the Timberwolves... And I'm just, and and I'm just complaining incessantly. Yeah. By the way, did you see the, the last two-minute report that came out yesterday? Yes. Yeah, they I said guess. it wasn't a foul. They said it was marginal contact. Yeah. Well, he's he's literally grabbing Anthony Edwards' forearm and trying to force his his body away from the rim. We're calling that marginal contact. Go back and look at the 16 free throws that SGA shot in that game, and you, you, I bet I bet you we could call every one of those fouls marginal contact. I wonder if the officials association complained about the report that came out after the Charlotte game with with 10 incorrect calls in the yeah. last 5 minutes. I I, I wonder if literally they like 10 incorrect told the calls. league, "Hey, hey, hey, we didn't agree to this much criticism. Calm down on that." And they're like, okay, "Oh, well, okay, they SGA, man. We barely hit him. We barely hit him." And some of it is obviously we're all like literally all of us are like watching these games in 
high definition. We got like 60 inch flat screen TVs with super slow-mo replays. And I get it's different than 25. You can say the refs were so much better in the nineties. Well, we were all watching on like 25 inch box Zenith TVs without high def. So it is, it is a little harder when you're, you know, there's a magnifying glass, but be better at your job. Arm slapping. I've decided arm slapping is they, it's either hard to see or it's so quick. There's something about, because the two fouls on Cat that came back on the report from the Charlotte game were arm slaps. Yeah, but like what you're literally like staring at the play. It's it is your job yeah, to you know stare what I think? at the play. And I'm not advocating not scoring baskets, but I think the problem is if you continue to pow- try and power through it, what I'm seeing is you're not necessarily getting the call. So, so you if, have to you have to literally stop trying to score. So and if you go down, you'll moment, get the call, which is ridiculous because you should be trying to I'm convert just the trying basket. Trying to analyze the officiating in the National Basketball Association. I know. I don't disagree with you. I'm I'm mad at the officials. Anyways, welcome to write that down every Wednesday here on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd and a football version on Purple Daily. Here's how it works: if you're just if you're jumping in with two weeks to go in the season. Three predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable predictions. Those are really the only parameters. We keep track of two statistics, batting averages and home runs for predictions that kind of go above and beyond just a standard uh, hit. And listeners, if you want to be like Shane and participate, you can send Declan a message through the Scorn Earth app and we'll get you scheduled here. So let's go through the accountability session, boys. We'll start with Judd holding a large lead in the batting average category. Large lead. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, I'm going to change my swing. I'm going to change the swing. Oh, oh dude. Mm-mm-mm. Not a good week for Judd. Mm. We'll go through here. You said Kirill Kaprizov would score at least two goals in the next two games. He had one goal in those two games. I believe he had two games between last week and this week. Yeah. And he so, scored yeah. one goal, right? Yep. You said uh, your guy, Dick Bramer, 40 years as a twin. I was shocked TV by this one. I was shocked in a non-player year as well. This was like the ample opportunity. Yeah, you said he'd be named to the Twins Hall of Fame this winter. Stellian, TRN. So, but he got an award at the Diamond Awards, right? He got the uh, Carneal Lifetime Achievement Award, which Royce got last year. But I still okay. thought, when when Dave St. Peter was at the podium last Friday saying this is, you know, no players this year. So I was just waiting for him to say, you know, just a great run as our play-by-play guy on TV, 40 years, and then didn't say it. Boy, everything you say is just caked in sarcasm and insincerity. It was a great run. It was 40 years. I mean, it really wasn't. <laughs> Because it was sort yes, of he I wasn't. Know. You like to manipulate the forty years. He it, it wasn't full time, but anyway, um, he will get it. He will get it. Dick you said it. Tommy Watkins is in his final season as mm. third base coach. You had a couple like Twins coaching predictions here. Well, they didn't. They didn't make any announcements on any moves. Tommy Watkins was a guest at the Diamond Awards. I think and... they announced after the season that they were all coming back. Right. So yeah, the, the these have been wrong for a while. I gave it some time just in case you yeah. know they. They made a move. I had no problem with that. You said Popkins would be dismissed as the hitting coach. And unless something crazy happens today, you said by this time next year, so by February 1st, 2024, George Payton would be relieved of his duties as the general manager of the Denver Broncos. He is still the general manager. Of How the did Denver that not Broncos. happen? Two Paytons in charge. Of- I would have fired him. 
So like yeah, it. you went over five. Yeah, well, it happened. Change my swing. Might change my swing a little bit now. Oh, here comes Mackie. Meanwhile, uh, I've been toiling in last place all season here. Maybe a surge to end the year. I said, uh, we'll start with the bat. I said the Wolves would win Mike Conley's comeback game by at least 10 points. They did not. I told you guys during the Michigan regular season that Jim Harbaugh would be announced as the new head coach of either the Bears or the Chargers sometime by March 1st. Little dinger there. Okay. Little little dinger there. Nice. Very nice. Specific enough. Beautiful. Um, I said the Twins would exercise both options on Kepler and Polanco, and at least one of them would be traded by opening day. Here's my question for you guys. Three-item parlays are almost always considered home runs unless it's like three really obvious things on this show. Yeah. Does this qualify as a three-item parlay here? I think it does. Exercise option on Kepler. Home run. I'm just bringing it to the table because I kind of put it out there in two like two chunks, but yeah, it's all one. It's Kepler, Polanco, yeah. and then a trade. Yeah, it's, a home run. it's a home run by opening day. I I would want a, a home run for this one, you, Declan. I think. So. I mean, the exercising of the options, I think, was mostly pretty safe. I think those were safe bets. But they were pretty safe bets. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still a prediction. No, it's a home run. It's, it's a, a Mauer. It, 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 it's a Mauer pot shot. Hey, they'll count. Okay. I'm here to so I'm just going to go go into the spreadsheet here and make a little a little correction uh, there. Our pot shot. Uh, so let's see here, uh, listeners. Three things came off the board. Not good. Lincoln said mm. Lamar Jackson would win MVP and the Ravens would make the Super Bowl. James said after the 2023 season, David Popkins would be reassigned in the organization. No faith in David Popkins. Well, this was made at a time when the when when the twins were popping up under Popkins. Wow, just bringing the puns today. Look at this guy. Look at Sports Dad right now. I am dad jokes. Sports Dad dad jokes. Austin said Gunther would win the Rumble and challenge for the world title. That didn't happen. He said Cody would win the Elimination Chamber. Bunch of Royal Rumble predictions. Uh, Declan had a really busy week here. At the end of the day, it's not a terrible week because you kind of just held your own batting average-wise, but you said uh, Max Homa would finish oh. ahead of Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley, and Colin Morikawa at the Farmers. Uh, Shoffley finished one stroke ahead of Max Homa. Just bring, the in the, bring in the PGA prediction. You said The Rock would participate in the Men's Rumble. You said Blake Snell, Cody Bellinger, and Josh Hader would all sign with teams by the end of January. Unless, so Bellinger and Snell are still out there, I believe. That's correct. You said Jay Uso would be among the final four of the men's rumble. Yeah, when he started number one, I didn't feel too good about this prediction. He went a long time though. He, he, was but he did go long. Yeah, I think he I think he was like one of the last seven or eight. So he still yes, he still had a pretty good run, but hang the banner. Hang the Jay Uso banner. Uh X Pac will participate in the Rumble. AJ Lee will participate in the Rumble. Don't make wrestling predictions, kids. Is the lesson here? Well, Although you did say Bailey would well. win the Royal Rumble, and I think if it wasn't wrestling, we always say that wrestling predictions—it's got to be a really, really like long shot prediction for it to be a home run. Because you know, I'm not sure if you guys know this, but wrestling does have predetermined outcomes. But you did nail the Rumble winner on the women's side, so that's pretty good. 
And then you said the Twins would acquire two new players to their 26-man roster by month's end. So I have to bring this to Judd. Because the wording of this is questionable. And that the Twins don't have a 26-man roster until the season starts. It's an off-season 40-man roster. Like, they don't have a... There, there, there's not a 26-man roster oh, right now, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. Okay. If you wanted to fight it, then we could take no, it to, like, no, Lawyer no. Chase it's or the spirit. The spirit of the prediction is correct, To their right? main roster, and they, and, like and they, they did, did add... Like, like it's, not, it's not like it's all slappies. It's a few slappies and then a few guys that are going to be on the roster. No, no, it's fine. A buzzer beater there for next couple days. I'm sure some people in the comments might take yeah, issue. But... Get pissed. Yeah, I feel like pissed. that's the I feel like that's the sort of thing that we need to um to call him on when he does it. Well, but then you're giving. Yeah, I would argue, I just I would, I would argue if somebody if somebody it. hangs themselves out to dry, yeah. you know, you can, well, yeah, part you some, if, it's part of the game. If it's stupid, but I mean, like this is a pretty I have no problem. This is more semantics. Yeah, we yeah, need to be playing. I'm I'm not gonna do do that because then I'm not gonna get Declan support when I do something stupid. It's all politics. So even with Judd's really bad week, uh, you're still up by, what, almost 40 batting average points here. Awful week. So 318 average for Judd. Declan at 281. I have finally jumped out of last place at 271. Listeners at 264. The home run race is still pretty wide open here for the next couple weeks. Listeners at 13. I have 13 as well because we put that one on the home run board. Yeah, nice. Judd with 10 and Declan with 9. All time, Declan has a 358 batting average. Judd leads with 306 hits, and listeners lead with 55 career home runs. That second and third place is pretty intriguing right now for the regular season. Mm-hmm. 281, 271. Like, Phil, you were awful for a huge stretch. Yeah. And, I, and at this, this point, I'm much more interested in just taking yeah. the, uh, the solo home run lead in the next couple weeks. So sure. I think we're but I'm just, putting but I'm just saying it's quite there. a bounce back by you. It is really impressive. Like isn't you it? were buried in last place. Thank you. For, Thank for you. Like, like the first Thank three you. months. We sent oh. you down. You gallowed yourself. <laughs> I, who else? I, I, Brian Dozier. I was irrelevant for the first couple months. You were Mendoza. I bounced back. I was Max Kepler. Max yeah, Kepler. Yeah, you go. were. Max Kepler. Yes. You Thank were. you. Thank you, everyone. All right, let's Dex get Shane like, in here. Yeah, let's get Shane's our, our guest listener predictor here, uh, making his debut on the show. I think we may have lost Declan here. So we may have to. Are we losing Declan or are we losing Shane? Adjust on the fly. Let me see if I can bring Shane in. Okay. Shane, you do, do, you, do you hear us okay? Yep. Yep. I got you guys. All right. We got Shane. Uh, when did you become a Minnesota sports fan, Shane? So <clears throat> my story, sorry, I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit sick. But... A little bit emotional. <laughs> um, I, so I was actually, um, I was born in like this going all the way back to the roots, I guess. So, so I was born in Canada. Um, and then I actually moved to Michigan when I was two. So growing up, <clears throat> I didn't watch the NFL really, but I watched a lot of college football. And my uh, favorite team was Michigan State. Um, and then from there, like I like Kirk Cousins. Um, and then he was drafted to the Redskins. So I kind of followed him there and then followed him uh, to the Vikings when he signed in uh was 18. Mm-hmm. So I've been a fan for like six years now. So you've like, you've like migrated to Minnesota sports through Kirk Cousins as a vessel here. Not, not all Minnesota sports, just like the Vikings. Yes. But okay. um, 
I mean, like I'm sure you guys are getting a kick out of this. Uh, I'm a Blue Jays fan, so I got to watch the uh, Blue Jays Twin Series this past season. Uh, like for the playoffs, that was fun. Uh, I'm a Leafs fan for hockey. Uh, but yeah, besides that, just uh, like just Vikings in terms of Minnesota sports. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So you elected, if, if I've got this right, because Cousins came here in 2018, you adopted a football team that essentially is like your hockey team. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very much. I just, my entire. Are you a glutton for punishment? <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I'm sure I'm. The Leafs are kind of like the NHL Cowboys at this point. It's just just regular season juggernauts, really. And then we play out some around. We just do nothing. So. 1967, dude. 1960s. I wasn't even born, and I'm old. I know. I know. My, <clears throat> my friends love telling me about it. They're all – obviously, it's Michigan, so, like, Lions fans and Red Wings – well, I guess Lions fans don't have much to talk about. But I was, uh, <clears throat> I was in the same boat as Declan uh, – where I, I really wanted the Lions to lose because the last thing I wanted was a bunch of Lions fans being, being all cocky and stuff. So, yeah, the, like it's like the Lions. Uh, you know, they're like the the kid in middle school who grew like five inches over the summer, and they're all they're all cocky coming back to school now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. see what happens. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So Shane, we're going to start with you. Give us your first prediction, then we'll go Judd, Declan, me. We'll make three trips around the room here. Fire away, Write it down. You like writing things down. Okay, so um, because I'm a uh, certified Cousins Crusader, my first prediction will be Kirk Cousins related. And write that down. Regardless of the team that he plays on, Kirk Cousins will win Comeback Player of the Year in the 2024-25 season. Wow. I'm trying to think of the other candidates for Comeback Player of the Year right now. Aaron Rodgers. Ryan Ryan Tannehill when he starts for the Vikings after Cousins goes to the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers. If he, Aaron Rodgers as, as a Jet, they're going to be itching to give him that unless yeah, he gets hurt. Write this down, Judd. All right. Um, so so we have two weeks left, correct? That's what you said, Phil, in the regular season of the. Yeah, uh, we're with six predictions left. Basically, okay, all right. Okay. Well, let's just say I'm going to. Bench myself for 2023, oh. uh, 24. I don't, I don't even know if I got six predictions right and you got six predictions wrong, if I would even be able to jump it. Yeah, good point. But I'm Math, not going to yeah, find Mathematically, out. here, you let me clenched it. Let me do the right. math. Let's yeah. see here. Judd, you wanna, do you want to know if you've mathematically clinched? Well, sure. Let's if, give Judd not gonna six. Change my- well, but there could be other predictions that come off the board, too, from before. But let's just Absolutely. give you six incorrect predictions just for fun here. Yeah. Your batting average would go down to 306, which would still be 20. And then let's give Declan six correct predictions just to see. Just to see if there's any drama here. Okay. Well, there's got to be some drama. One, two, you know, six three, four, five, six. My little trusty spreadsheet. All right. You guys should see this thing. Spreadsheet. Okay. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. If Declan went, and this doesn't count for other predictions coming off the board right. 
you know, not including the six Which this week, like, next week. If you went 0 for 6 and Declan went 6 for 6, Declan would be two points above you in the batting title race. See? See? I got to be careful. Anyway, the, these, these very predictions. Co- this is very cowardly what's these happening. Predi- right no, no, no. Too. These predictions are also be- because I sat down with my crystal ball and it's more fun for me to look into the future. So write this down. The Wild will trade at least two players on their current NHL roster by the March 8th trade deadline. Okay. So at least two, they're, they'll find a way to move. I was going to say one, but I think that's, I mean, I'll be shocked if they don't move one. Two's more fun. Test Billy Guerin. Two players. Okay. <clears throat> Coward. Ugh, cowardly. Coward. Mm. I, Sorry. This down. Hey. Sorry, I just had a little, Alan a- little phlegm. Anderson won the ERA title by doing this. Alan Anderson. Alan Anderson. They said, you want to pitch? <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. I got the ERA title. But baby. Alan, it's August It's August 13th. You can, I'm qualified. I'm, I'm good, good to go. I'm good. I'm very qualified. <laughs> All right, over to Declan here. Dude, by the way, I'm going to... I. Right I normally down. chide Declan for making bunt predictions. I fully support Declan trying to catch Judd here and the write that so down I, karma. The, so the write oh, that down I, God striking down. I'm with you totally on this. Well, I'm going to go for a more of a home run here on this one because I, I I just haven't liked my year in general either. So I'm definitely not going to start squaring and bunting. I, I, I'm just, I haven't liked, I got to go back to the drawing board. And if I win this batting average. You're like Chris Finch. Race, you, you've had a disgusting and immature season. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Get me out of center field and make me permit DH. Something's got to happen here. Or maybe put me back in the outfield because I've been DHing one of the two. So write this down. The Mavs are without like every major player this uh, tonight against the Wolves. The spread in this game is 13 points. I think I made this same prediction two weeks ago against Detroit, but the Wolves will beat the Mavericks by at least 20 points tonight. That's a homer. That's a homer. I think 20 if point you, win if, for the Wolves. If you predict a 20 point win yep. in the NBA, it's it's generally a, yeah. a home run. Okay. Write this down. Okay. Um, let's go. Let's go here. Because I'm. I, I'd like. I'd like some home runs to solidify that lead. So let's go with this. The NBA trade deadline is next week. The Timberwolves will acquire one of these two players, at, at least one of these two players specifically. Because if they land both, I don't want to get burned on the wording here. I don't think they would land both. But mm-hmm. Royce O'Neal or Monte Morris. They will land one of those two players. Morris, okay. some familiarity. So they're, they're, both those guys have some familiarity with, with the front office, Tim Connolly, or with uh, pieces of the roster like the Utah guys from a couple years ago. And they, they both can shoot threes. They both can make some plays. Uh, they can defend a little bit. They make some sense for the Timberwolves. Okay, okay back to uh, Shane. <clears throat> All right. Uh so my second one, Arthur Smith is, I don't know if he's, if it's been confirmed already, but it's heavily, or no, I think it has been confirmed that he's signing as the OC for the Steelers. Yeah. And everywhere he goes, it seems like everything just deteriorates. So <laughs> write that down. The Steelers will have their first losing record under Tomlin uh, in the 2024-25 season. Wow. It'll be a wrap, huh? Off the record, do you think that would lead to him no longer being the Steelers coach one way or another? Um, that's a good, like, well, I guess, well, I guess I have a question for you. Would it still count if he gets fired in the middle of the season? Yeah, we can okay. craft it that way. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, if, go ahead. oh, off the record, you're saying off the record. 
right? I mean, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's up to you guys. I probably should have uh, worded it better. Uh, Wait, what saying, he's saying if, like, let's say the Steelers get off like an 0-6 start and they fire oh. Mike Tomlin. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, it would just be his, whatever his record is. So, mm-hmm. so if they start 4-3, and three, and uh, I don't know how that would happen, and I don't think he would get fired if they're above 500, but then technically you'd be wrong. But it's whatever his record is in the season because okay. he wouldn't get credit for the other wins and losses. Okay. Um, Write this down. But I will say, um, to answer your question, I don't know if it gets him fired because, like, that's a crazy record to have, to not have a losing season under the same guy for, I think, this is, this is his 18th season. So, um, I don't know. I'd have, I'd have a tough time. Like, if I was a Steelers fan, I wouldn't want him fired. But um, I th- yeah. off the record, I don't think it does. Okay. Uh, okay, back over to Judd here for your second prediction. I don't believe there's been news from the um, NBA yet about Aunt Edwards' comments towards officiating. So since that has not been the case, you can write this down. Aunt Edwards will be fined $15,000 or more for those comments. Oh, look at Alan Anderson coming in. Alan uh-huh. Anderson. Paul, now, Paul George, Paul George, who previously had criticized officiating uh, and was fined again for it. It was thirty-five grand. Steve Kerr was twenty grand. And put himself in the jackpot though by basically saying it was what? It was five against eight. He would would he also potentially get fined? He didn't try to say this cheating on a microphone, but he was caught saying cheating ass refs yeah, on I, camera. I think he's not going to get fined as much as possible because of the fact he doesn't have a track record on this, but I think they're going to come down on him with a substantial fine based on his, uh, based on his actual comments. Cheating ass rest. Write this down. All right, Declan. All right, I'll make a Wolves prediction to write this down. The Wolves will acquire a player through the buyout market that was a former NBA All-Star. Ooh. Well, Gordon Hayward, maybe? Yeah, Gordon Hayward. Um, like, I don't think. Chris Paul? Chris Paul, but I don't know if it'll be Chris Paul. But yeah, they'll acquire a former NBA All-Star in the buyout market. So if it's a trade, this wouldn't count. But okay. in the buyout market. Okay, write this down. Write this down. So on the Anthony Edwards front, I think officials are going to get the message here. I don't think they're going to be vindictive. I, I think they're going to. It's very obvious that he's getting screwed on some of these. I think, so I did the math on this. He has only shot 12 or more free throws in 10% of the Wolves games this year. So in 90% of games, he doesn't get to the line 12 times. SGA got to the line 16 times, I believe it was, in that last matchup. So write this down. The 10% will hit tonight. Uh, 12 free throws or more. 12 free throw attempts or more for Anthony Edwards. Write it down. Write this down. Okay. It's, it is tonight, right? Are they, they're playing tonight? Yeah. I don't want to get Tonight, Friday, okay. Sunday. Okay. Uh, back over to, to Shane for your third and final prediction. All right. So <clears throat> this is probably a bit of a, I'm not going to say a layup, but I feel like every Minnesota, at least Vikings fan, uh, wants this to happen and can very easily see it. Not easily see this happening, but can see it happening. Write that down. I think Jefferson becomes the first receiver to get 2,000 receiving yards in a season next Ooh. year. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Very nice. Man, yeah, he's going to look great in that Chiefs uniform, too, you know. When, <laughs> wow. 
when the Vikings can't come to terms wow. on them. It'd be a lot easier to what get to. What a troll. To... What a troll. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just playing around. You love the abuse. When 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 Quasi trades him for two seventh rounders. Oh man. I don't think I don't think even Quasi would uh would give up that much value. But Shane, hey, since you've got this life-changing platform right now, you did a great job with your predictions. Is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this peak moment? Um I guess my I don't know, my parents, I guess I like they didn't get me into football or anything, but uh you know, they provided me the opportunity to to play football and actually watch sports and stuff growing up. So just, you know, like they, uh, I was born in Ontario, so they made me Leafs fans, sadly, or a Leafs fan, sadly. So, um, and then I introduced football to them. So they became Lions fans at the best time ever. So, um, yeah, I guess I'd like to thank them, even though I, uh, I envy them and their superior football teams and, and, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you guys for uh, having me on and, and uh, all the uh, content that you bring for Vikings fans. Awesome, man. And I don't, I don't mean to be judgy here, but you look like you play some ball. Do you, do you play football? <laughs> so I, I played here at uh, – so I, I go to Concordia University, Ann Arbor, uh, the best football program in Ann Arbor, I will say. Um, <laughs> you, guys don't, you guys don't need, uh, you know, cheating scouts. So you don't scout game. games yeah. is basically what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, just real quick. Uh, I know a lot of people love J.J. McCarthy to the Vikings. Like, I see that a lot. I don't. I badly don't. Like, I, I was a state fan growing up, obviously, but I really don't want to see J.J. as a Viking. But, um, yeah, I played defensive end and then eventually moved to defensive tackle here. And then I uh, I had to, to stop playing because I, I had to focus on school. Yeah. Well, if you can get an interior pass rush, the Vikings could actually use some help. <laughs> so maybe I get back out there and start training. Uh, awesome stuff, Shane, and we'll we'll get you on again sometime. All right, man. Awesome, thank you, guys. There he is, Shane, guest listener, predictor, doing a great job. Before we make our three final predictions, boys, a shout out to our friends at Zero Res. If you love a clean house, or if you've been neglecting cleaning your carpets, your air ducts, Zero Res is here to get the job done for you. A four point nine out of five star rating on Google, with over seventeen thousand reviews. Call Zero Res today or go to uh, ZeroResMinnesota.com and ask for the Score North special, which is three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119. And this month, take $75 off when you get your Air Ducks Zero Res clean. Ask for that Score North special, 952-Zero-Res or ZeroResMinnesota.com. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero Res. Okay. Write this down. Judd. All right. One final, at least... Write that down about now former twin Jorge Polanco. Once an Iron Man, now 30 years old and breaking down. Jorge Polanco will miss 25 or more games this season with Seattle while on the injured list. Okay. So it's a pretty safe one. Not just arbitrary, but I'm putting him, I think he's going to make at least a couple trips. He's going to miss 25 or more games while on the um, what used to be called the DL, now the IL. Kick, kicking a guy on his way out. Write this down. No, no I'm not. I'm taking advantage of, of his recent injury woes is what I'm doing. Playing the game. Declan? I write this down. I'll make a Twins one, too. The Twins will acquire a player with at least 150 career home runs between now and opening day. 
Jorge Soler. Soler have 100. He's got to have 150. Santana. Duvall, I believe, is over that threshold. I what this originally was two hundred, and then I looked and like, oh wow, two hundred home runs is a lot of home runs. It is a lot so of home I, runs. I, yeah. I, I lowered this to one hundred and fifty, and I'm using acquire just in the event that there's a trade too. But uh, they will acquire a player with at least one hundred and fifty career home runs. So naturally, this will come in at like one forty three. Uh, but they'll acquire a, a big bat here between now and opening day. Write it down. Yeah, they, I mean, Falvey's been open. He's like, we're going to make another move. We've got we've got some money burning a hole in our pockets. So we'll see. See what they do. Okay, final prediction. Write this down. Another Anthony Edwards prediction. Only one time this season has he dropped 40 points in a game, and it was against Dallas on December 28th. So write it down. Anthony Edwards scores at least 40 points in this game tonight. Tonight. Against the G League Mavericks? That is correct. He's dropping 40. He's dropping 40. He's going to get to the line. He's going to be on a mission tonight to feast on this team. So... There you go, boys. One more week left. Can Judd hang on to this batting average lead here? And there's even more drama in the Purple Daily edition of Write That Down, which we will also hit on today. So thanks for hanging out with us here. We're the only show dumb enough in America to actually put stats next to our predictions every single Wednesday. It's Write That Down.